it's like who never misses leg day Batman (laughs) (laughs) welcome to Sincast presented by CinemaSins Alright everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. Hello and good morning. Yes, mm. it is it is a it is a morning. Yes. It is <laughs> both both of the people in this room today came in and first thing they said to me, can't fucking stand the traffic. <laughs> In this it's town, literally the first thing, yeah. And I'm safely at home, just <laughs> kicking it. Uh, and, but I do know what they're talking about. Yes, indeed. Uh, and uh, also for music video since Barrett Share, Kapow, Kapizow. Yeah. Today, bam. Today, let's piss some people off. Oh my God! But this is the <laughs> subtitle of this episode is causing anger. Yes. <laughs> creating friction like the very <laughs> setup is going to cause anger yeah. and then yeah. as we go through the execution more anger yes more and more anger. so Bu- building so disclaimer guys you're going to get pissed at this episode <laughs> this is this is going to be upsetting for many of you yes and maybe even the next episode yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you you may not want to listen to us anymore <laughs> after this Unless we're going out with the bang. But yeah i mean you know but if you love us if you truly love us you'll stick with us yes if you love him if you truly <laughs> if you love really him, love him then keep on loving keep on <laughs> and, and never let it, him know yeah. that you know <laughs> that he knows you know <laughs> and give him head when give he wants <laughs> help give him help be a beacon be a be- he's like give him head be a beacon <laughs> um we are going to do uh a a march madness style bracket Marvel versus DC. Yeah. Uh, which should be interesting because, as everyone knows, we hate them both. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. I'm always angry. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. Yes, of course. And we, uh, we, we love them both as well because yes. anytime we, are, we attack one, we must love the other. Yeah, we're fanboys. Very Depending true. On the situation. Very true. If you look at all of our videos, I think you can tell which one, which side we're on. Yes, yep, indeed. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, like we did with the, uh, the March Madness thing, I do want to list what we have and what seeds and all that. But Barrett, which ones out of this group didn't make the cut and why? All right. So, as you would expect, there is a lot more quality content top to bottom on the Marvel side than there is on the DC side. For that reason, we didn't want to get into what we would think of as the dregs of DC stuff. So we, we capped it at 32 total, quote, teams or movies. 16 on DC side, 16 on Marvel side. Mm-hmm. Because of that, we had to leave some that are probably, probably should be in there, especially on the Marvel side, out. Uh, so a few that didn't make the cut, uh, we'll start on the Marvel side. Captain America Civil War did not make the cut. I apologize. We have talked about this movie at length, and it's not our cup of tea from a logistical perspective. Yes, and I will also say, like, if you know how, if in America, if you know how the March Madness NCAA bracket works, (laughs) there are times where teams in their conference tournaments 
they're like eight and 18 for the mm-hmm. regular season and somehow have that magical run yep. where they go through their conference tournament. And if you win the conference tournament, you're automatically in the NCAA. Yep. So, and that also means a team that was just going to get in gets screwed. Exactly. Or, or yeah, scrubbed. they could be like. 26 and 2 or something like that. Yes. But if they don't win that automatic bid, they don't go. Even the team that may have dominated that particular conference may be out after that because they they could have gone undefeated and then lose that game. And because they're in that conference, nobody considers them good. Okay. So isn't this how Belmont keeps ending up in the NCAA by winning their conference championship? Except for this year. Okay. This year they got in an at large bid. Yeah. Which was shocking. Yeah. It was shocking. It was actually one of the most discussed at large bids, I remember because uh because everybody was like what about you know whatever insert your yeah, team ohio that you're state horny or for like that. yeah yeah. <laughs> um, yeah i'm horny for ohio yeah. state <laughs> but uh but uh yeah so so there's gonna be there's gonna be stuff like this because since each bra- each uh matchup had to be dc versus marvel and mm-hmm. although after this one round it may not be dc versus marvel anymore sure. but that's the way it's gonna start yeah each it's, that means a lesser DC is going to get in over a more deserving Marvel. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So the first comment on this episode is definitely entire bracket now invalid. <laughs> yeah. No Civil War. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, a few others from Marvel, uh, some of which I really like, and I think we all really like. I really liked uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, but it did not make the cut. Uh, because, by the way, I should I should say... We're not just doing MCU movies. We're doing all Marvel movies. Right. Um, and that's why some of these quality MCU movies don't make it in, because we have to make room for other properties like, well, we'll get to them later on. Uh, and then DC is not the DCEU, because that would be fucking hard. God, garbage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't have nearly enough. First of all, they don't have 16 movies in the DCEU. Right. Yet. Yeah. It would be an utter destruction. It would. If that yeah, was, if that would, would be. be the case. But we have to remind, and we'll probably remind people frequently of this. This is not the be all end all. This is not your bracket. Right. This is our bracket. Yes. The three of us, and we're going to choose a winner. Mm-hmm. And you're going to hate us for it, but just <laughs> remind yourself, this is our bracket. Yes. You can do your bracket. Fill out your own bracket at home. We'll we'll even like give you a downloadable, printable version. You can we fill will out indeed. your own bracket. Yeah. So, a couple more, uh, a few more from Marvel. Iron Man 3. I know there's a lot of fans out there. I actually like Iron Man 3, but it didn't make the cut. <laughs> Thor, I think, is a quality movie, assuming that you're okay with watching a lot of Dutch angles. Uh, but that's a good one that got left out. The Eric Bana and uh, Ang Lee Hulk, which mm-hmm. we like, mm-hmm. got left out. Mm-hmm. One that I really it kind of broke my heart, the original Spider-Man. By, by original, I mean the Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. Sam Raimi one, which was landmark at the time. And mm-hmm. it's still a very, very good movie. Mm-hmm. We've got some Spider-Man for you, don't worry. But that one missed the cut. Um, <laughs> I put in Venom uh, because I, I just watched that again recently. I love that movie, uh, but it's bad. Um, <laughs> Blade, I know, has a lot of fans. The original X-Men, which is a very good movie, too. One thing, speaking of Blade, I think I think a lot of people love Blade 2 yeah. above all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Guillermo del Toro thing. Yeah. And I, I actually like that franchise. I can watch the uh, one with Ryan Reynolds. And actually, that's bad. my favorite. Blade Trinity. But because it's not good, Blade, right? Blade him, Blade the character in those films is boring. He is. 
He he's is boring unless he's fighting. And so when you give me Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel, I have something else to watch, yeah. and they're not boring. Yeah, one is funny and one is pretty. No, they're both pretty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that's basically it for for Marvel. I'm not including Howard the Duck and Ghost Rider, although I know those movies had its had its fans. <sighs> DC last out. There are a couple that I really like. Uh, Superman Returns. I like that movie. It's Ooh, the one with Brandon Routh and Kevin I, Spacey. I, I do not. Is that the I one where the bullet hits his eyeball? Yep. Yeah. It, it's got some interesting stuff in Superman here. Returns has a great trailer, though, mainly just because of the the um, John Williams, the old John Williams score mm-hmm. going through it and everything. But God, I hate that movie. You really do? Yeah. This is maybe like 2020 hindsight. Is this one of the most problematic movies ever? Kevin Spacey yeah. and um, directed by oh Brian Singer. Well, yeah, well, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's plenty of those. I there's was thinking movies. about anything with Brandon Routh. <laughs> oh no, Brandon Routh <laughs> is clean. I mean, there's there's a uh, Usual Suspects too. Is, oh, is that yeah, oh same yeah, right. no kidding. Yeah. Well, and I like Brandon Routh's Clark Kent a lot. I do too. Uh, more than I liked his Superman. Okay, I really like. It's very dated, but I really like the Supergirl movie. Uh, but obviously, it's not up to the standard. You mean the Helen Slater mm-hmm. Supergirl? Okay, yeah. Uh, hey, 80, 84, hey, I think, is when that came out. Yeah. It was, uh, let me just She look. also yeah, has 84. a memorable Seinfeld turn. She's the one where he goes, you're so good looking. Yes. Yeah, She's yeah. the one She's girl the in the apartment. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I, okay, and a quick disclaimer. Animated Batman movies. I know you guys love it. Mask of the Phantasm, Killing Joke. There's a few more. There's is year Red one. Hood. Red Hood. Under the Red Hood. Um. We're doing feature mostly live action with only two exceptions uh, in this bracket. So those have been left out. I know that there's a lot of love for them, but sorry. And, you know, we could we could have made this a 64 field, mm. but it would have been. We would have been getting into the dregs, especially yeah. DC. Uh, don't even come at us with Batman versus Superman or Justice League. They're Ooh. not going to come anywhere close to this bracket. I'm sorry to even have mentioned them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the last one. None of us, I don't think, have seen Shazam. And no. I, I understand that that got good reviews, got good cr- uh, critical and fan responses. We haven't seen it yet. Sorry. We'll probably watch it later on and find it's great. We'll give it an asterisk. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. could have made it, didn't, whatever. Hey. So those are the ones that were left out. All, All right. right. Okay, so to go through the bracket as it is, and we're and, and if we haven't pissed you off already, <laughs> if you're still with us, yeah, we're we're going to we're, we. I'm going to see how many how many listeners we can lose in the next uh, five minutes. Uh, in our north bracket, we have the number one seed Iron Man, yeah, versus the number eight seed the Lego Batman movie. Yes, one of the two exceptions to the animated stop motion rule. Yes. Um. And then we have uh, the four seed Superman two mm-hmm. versus the five seed Logan. I can't wait for that matchup. Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. That's a good, one. That's a good four or five. You know, it Easily is. Matched. It is a very good one. Uh, then we have the two seed Wonder Woman versus the winner of our play-in game, which is the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse versus Spider-Man Two. That's that's going to be wild. <laughs> it is going to be wild. Um, uh, matchup. So whoever wins that spite the battle of the spider-mans and you can already go ahead and put your memes up with the the, <laughs> yeah. the, the spider-man pointing at the other spider-man uh whoever wins that will face off against wonder woman then uh the three seed x2 x men united versus number six now here is an interesting 
you may you may not uh, realize this mm-hmm. road to perdition i know crazy right yes is uh, a graphic novel that uh, sam mendes um uh adapted in 2002 and uh, it is part of the dc uh mm-hmm. part of dc properties what was the company under paradox DC? paradox yeah uh, uh, so Road to Perdition, uh, is a strong DC candidate that comes in against X2, X-Men United. So that rounds out the North bracket. On the West bracket, we have number one seed, The Dark Knight. Oh boy, this is gonna, this is gonna be, <laughs> this is gonna be problematic for so many people. So this is where I think, I think, I think the first one they sat there like, they were probably okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, this one right here, they're going, they're like, they're throwing their phones. Number one, The Dark Knight versus number eight, Avengers Endgame. Suck it! (laughs) Suck it! We'll do it live. (laughs) Oh boy, there's going to be so many people that are like, oh my God, Avengers Endgame is clearly a blah, blah, blah seed. It's not in this one, baby. Nope. It's not. Uh, number four seed Doctor Strange versus the five seed Aquaman. I yeah. think that is a very even matched mm-hmm. uh, thing there. Uh, number two seed Black Panther versus the number seven seed Man of Steel. Now, why is Black Panther a two seed? So we had, of the number one seeds, we have four of them. Mm-hmm. Two of them have to be Marvel and two of them have to be DC. Mm-hmm. So the top two Marvel movies... In my head, and I know there's a lot of room to debate here, mm-hmm. uh, was between Black Panther and the other number one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were neck and neck. I mean, it really could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, rounding out the West bracket, we have number three seed, Batman, the Tim Burton 1989 Batman, and number six, X-Men First Class. These three six matchups are nail biters. Insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Insane. Okay, so then we go over to the South Bracket, if you're still listening. <laughs> um, the number one seed, the Avengers, original Avengers, uh, against the number eight seed, Constantine. Yeah. Uh, then we have the four seed. Now, here's another one. Here's another. Is this another Paradox? Yes, Paradox Press. Uh, a history of violence. Yeah. And you don't really think of this as, as sort of comic book related but it is and mm-hmm. uh and uh, it it makes it on here as another strong dc candidate it's also Go- it's also awesome yeah it's also awesome <laughs> I know, I know. and it's going up against captain america the winter soldier on the five seed yeah. and this is gonna this is gonna like drain my blood <laughs> trying to talk about this talk about this uh, i'm voting dc straight ticket yeah. <laughs> i'm kidding that's what they should call their streaming service this is the only uh pure captain america movie by the way that's in this mm. in this bracket mm-hmm uh, then the two seed, the original Christopher Reeve 1978 Superman, mm-hmm. uh, goes up against the seven seed Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> That's a wow. bonkers match. That Those is are a- two completely <laughs> different movies. Yeah. Uh, then uh, rounding out this bracket, the number three seed Avengers Infinity War against the winner of the play-in game, which will be Batman Returns versus Batman Forever. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And you know, that play-in game, that ain't, a, that ain't a gimme. No, it's not. No, it's not. I can't wait to get into <laughs> Two it. Two contrasting styles yep. there. Finally, we have our East Bracket, where the number one seed is Batman Begins. Yep. Now, I may have to take issue with this on Barrett, with this on Barrett but it's I like Batman Begins. To, to me, it is the second best DC movie. 
what what would you slide in there over over that one? Well, so you're saying that you had to have two DC number ones, right? Dark Knight. So that's the that's the issue. Is right. is is really is because when I sit there and I think about like some of these that are the, seated the way they are, I'm like I'm like God. There's certain ones that are definitely better than that, mm. but it's the way the yeah. whole matchup sets yeah. up. So, uh, but uh, yeah, number one Batman Begins is going against the eight seed Ant Man. Yeah. Ant Man, and then uh, the four seed Deadpool versus the five seed Watchmen. Ooh, interesting matchup. Interesting, interesting. Uh, the two seed Spider Man Homecoming versus the seven seed The Dark Knight Rises. I, you know, <laughs> I hate The Dark Knight Rises. I'll just telegraph that now. But I had to include it on there because it's Christopher Nolan. There's enough good stuff in there, and I think you like it more than most. I right? do. Yeah, I mean, so, it's, I don't like it, but I like it more than most. It certainly should be included in this bracket. Yes, this is that's another movie I should re-edit. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, absolutely, right. <clears throat> yeah. Like uh, just, just shave Ma- off thirty minutes. Marion Cotillard doesn't die at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then finally, rounding out our entire bracket here, number three seed V for Vendetta. Yeah, another one people forget. Yeah, that's right. And against the six seed Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So that's how we set up the DC Marvel uh, fight here. Uh, and uh, I can't wait to get into this, actually. <laughs> um, so uh, I think I'm going to start with the North All bracket right. here. The King of the North! King of the North! <laughs> okay, so the uh, the play-in game for the North bracket, this is the this is whoever wins this one goes on to face Wonder Woman in the North bracket. It's Spider-Man into the, into the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man 2. Um... <laughs> uh obviously uh into the spider verse sort of like uh, won everybody's hearts mm-hmm. last december when it came out uh a uh i'm 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 hoping more animation studios decide to do different kinds of animation like this did yep uh, because the the whole computer graphic thing has started to become you don't know who's doing what unless it's Pixar. Yep. And maybe in and maybe if it's Illumination. Oh, I will interject that new Pixar trailer. Did you see it for Toy Story Four? No, for oh, I know Off World or yeah, out, yeah, yeah, Outdoors yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like it looked like an Illumination film. It does. Oh, it, it, does. Really? It, looks, it looks weird. Visually it look like and Pixar like tone, it's not right. Yeah, I'm it not looks like it. over the hedge or something. Like yeah, right? <laughs> everybody's calling it uh, bright for kids because it's basically it's oh, a bunch right. of monsters and weird creatures. But they have like internet and mailboxes and they like they're <laughs> in our society or whatever. And they have Will Smith saying, I have a magic fucking wand. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it goes up against Spider Man 2, which, uh, this is the Spider Man 2, it, you know, it, it's, uh, it, if you're looking back on it now, it's still a very silly sort of comic book movie. Uh, but I can't remember uh a comic book movie that i enjoyed more that got me more into comic book movies more than spider-man 2 mm. uh i remember uh saying that this was my favorite action movie i've seen since die hard oh when yeah it, when it when it when it came out that's how that's how good i thought that spider-man 2 was i don't think it has held up mm. over the years especially what we've seen that has come later but um man spider-man 2 is good well and the action the fight scenes between him and doc ock are like 
you can tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like everything makes sense, especially that that moment where Aunt May is involved and they, he rips off that clock arm and throws it and Spidey catches mm-hmm. it and sling slots it back up. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, I feel like a lot of thought went into to those fight scenes that maybe some of the later Spider-Man, like the Amazing Spider-Man movies, that fight scene at the end of the second one, oh. Electro. And, oh, yeah, that's I ridiculous. Mean, no thought went yeah. into that. No. Uh, except, you know, the eeny, meeny, itsy, bitsy spider uh, or whatever the fuck. God. <laughs> God. Um, Spider-Man 2 has... <laughs> I love just that whole thing with the subway, the the train, and that... that uh, you know, I, I, I love the fact that he's sitting there shooting all these webs, trying to stop it first, and then... And then, like, they, you know, they can't, you know, they do that carry him in like Christ thing, yeah. you know, like, whatever. And then Doc Ock comes on, comes on the, on, on board and, uh, he does that thing with all of his arms, like punching out to, to the side and like hitting, you know, hitting the, the, the walls of the train or whatever. And then you see everybody like start, you know, standing up to him. There's yeah. like this crowd of people in front of him. He's like, you want to beat, beat up Spider-Man. You're going to have to get through us. And Alfred Molina, man, he's such a, <laughs> he's a treasure, yeah. man. He's like, very well. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, these movies have excellent trailers. Even the third one has an excellent trailer. But mm-hmm. the first one, obviously, the the first movie in this trilogy had that controversial. It was controversial because it used the World Trade Center yeah. for the web. Um, but then the second trailer showed a Spider-Man that we had never seen at that point because it had that POV swinging shot and all that stuff. And then it showed how he was like practically doing this. It wasn't just like swinging easily back and forth. And that was amazing. And then this one, I believe the the only trailer that I saw was that cafe scene mm-hmm. where yeah. he gets the spidey sense, knows that uh, uh, Doc Ock is coming, and then he throws that car, and it's that slow motion stuff. And I was fucking throwing money at the screen. Yeah. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I don't remember exactly what the third one, uh, what was in that trailer, but I remember saying, like, I think they're going to nail it, and they didn't. Yeah. The third one makes... MJ such a jerk. Yeah. Like he's not allowed to enjoy being fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> like that's the main relationship wedge is that oh he's too in love with himself being Spider-Man. He's not paying attention to my career needs. He's mm-hmm. Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> MJ's the weakest part of this whole trilogy if you ask me. I yeah. like Kirsten Dunst a lot, but I don't think she's used very well here at all. She's used well. I th- she's used the best I think in two. Um she's I think she's fine in one. You know, she's got the whole uh love triangle thing with flash in the first one yeah yeah and uh and peter and so she's fine well and and harry because she then oh, goes on right. to yeah, date yeah. harry and in this one it's where she's like trying to build her career and she's not really all that good and all that stuff yeah and, yeah is this this isn't the one with this is the one where she's in a play and the third one is the one where she's in a musical and she can't sing right right okay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is she is she, she's she's dating harry in the second one right I believe she starts off dating because it's at the very end is when there's that diner thing. And Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, do you love me or not? And he's like, I don't because he's just trying to get her to, you know. No, I don't think she dates Harry. She dates Harry in the first one. 
and then sort of in the third one. But in the second one, it's astronaut. It's okay, Jonas, so, oh, Jonas that's right. Kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, she's gonna marry him. She yeah, runs right. out of the wedding at the. At oh, the that's end. right. And there's that whole thing where he's like, he's like just completely oblivious, and when he's in the apartment with her, or something I can't remember what that was all about. Kind of runs together. Um, but uh, yeah, I I really really love Spider Man too. The action is great in that Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. It's just an entirely just new, you know, fun. It's an experience. Yeah, it really is. Uh, aside from what we, you know, they know we know they were trying to do an effect now with that blurriness mm-hmm. and everything. I just love the animation style in this, and I love how just fun this movie is. Yeah, and everything. I have not seen it since I saw it in the theaters, though, so it's not as fresh in my mind as it uh, as it was. But I remember liking it a lot. You liked Into the Spider-Verse, right? Oh, I fucking loved it. Yeah. When he does the leap of faith there towards the end, and I made a gif out of it where they do that comic book panel thing where he's oh, yeah. getting closer to you, and it's like, there's like, the music matches up, so it's like, bah, 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 and it, oh, it, yeah, it gives me goosebumps. I loved it. Uh, now, I have only seen it twice. That, mm. that, the real problem here is we have nostalgia versus recency bias, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, because I have long said Spider-Man 2 deserves to be in the conversation for the best superhero movies ever made. I don't, That was maybe three years ago more true than it is today, sure. simply because there have been so many fucking great superhero movies that have come out since. Uh, but Chris is right in that I don't think it holds up quite as well today as it did when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not talking about effects as much as just the whole package. It is a little, it's somehow a little more cartoony than the animated movie it's up against. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that yeah, makes any sense. That makes sense. Uh, because Miles Morales feels so real in yeah. Into the Spider-Verse. It may be the, the most connected I've ever been to a Spider-Man. Yeah. Which is weird, because yeah. he's the only one that I've seen that's hand-drawn in the movies. Yeah, it's amazing. And then, because you think about, when you first think about Into the Spider-Verse, you think of the visuals, right? Mm-hmm. But then you've got all the the work that went into the story with the interdimension you know, interplay and all that stuff, the glitching and the, the, the interaction between them with with overtly comic characters like Noir and Spider-Ham mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But it feels, like you said, it feels real. And, you know, you, you have the dynamic between him and his dad. You've got the fucking music in Spider-Verse is just unbelievable. Now, Danny Elfman had a great score for the original trilogy. I think he did all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean... Just the music that's that's like just a part of Spider Verse. I think up, I think I like it better, huh? What's up, Danger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I could I could live in that scene. Uh, that that leap of faith scene is great. God, how are we going to vote on this? I don't know. Are we man. ready? Uh, I think who, we're ready. Uh, well, before we vote, who had the better villain? Oh, Spider Man Two. Yeah, Spider Man Two has the best. Villain. Although everyone is saying. Spider, like one of the things people seem to love most about Spider Verse was that uh, gender bent Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I even hear that that there are plans for her to to feature heavily in the next movie or whatever as like the main villain. But she's not the main villain here. No, no, no. She's uh, under Kingpin. Is it Judy Greer that voiced that, or was it Kristen Wiig? It was somebody famous. It was Judy Wiig. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Uh, she was great. All the vocal actors were fantastic in this. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, yeah, I think we are ready to vote on this. Uh, I'm going to go with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Um, because I, I, 
I think this is something that Spider-Man two, I felt was doing something some somewhat new or, or, you know, it, and at least took the material seriously. This is the first time we saw Sam Ra- Raimi just kind of get to do Sam Raimi stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I still love the fact that, that, that Doc Ock, that creation of Doc Ock scene is so Sam Raimi. But I do think that it also sort of suffers from now having being it's 15 years old and other movies that have come since then are, are so much better. I think we can say that uh, it's one of the movies that had encouraged other movies sure. to be better. It's, uh, it, it made these other comic book movies that came later better. But I like the Spider-Man of the Spider-Verse better. Mm. So I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, vote that one. All right. What do you think? <laughs> this is killing. This is your favorite superhero, isn't it? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's Batman, Batman or Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two. Mm-hmm. Just went with your heart. I just I gotta see. It's not fair to Spider-Verse, <laughs> but I need more history with that movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I have that history with Spider-Man 2. What's interesting about this matchup is that both of them sort of deal with the question of do I or do I not want to be a hero? Yeah. Because in Spider-Man 2, he gives it up. Mm-hmm. He starts losing his powers, and he eventually decides, I'm just going to be Peter Parker, and he's happier. Yeah, yeah. He's eating that hot dog when the <laughs> ambulances go by, so, uh, but I'm going with Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm going to go with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. All right. I think just as a package, I think... it. It's almost an afterthought, all the, the different dimensions of Spider-Man that are in this because it's got so much heart. But that is so well thought out and played so perfectly that I think it's just a genius movie from visuals to music to concept to execution to voice work. Mm-hmm. Everything about that movie is almost the perfect Spider-Man movie for me. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Okay. So then yeah. that uh, movie now moves on and will go against Wonder Woman uh when we get to that hot dog we have a wiener yes (laughs) uh in the in the uh north bracket obviously i wish spider-man 2 could uh replace something that's (laughs) that's probably like dc on here yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, but that's just not the way it's going at this point so uh okay let's start off here yeah so we're still in the north bracket we're gonna go with the number one seed iron man versus the number eight seed the lego batman movie both uh, of which i've seen very recently oh yeah really i rewatched iron man god damn it that movie is aces for me every fucking time mm-hmm. yeah. it never loses you know if i come in during the cave scene if i come in at the very beginning where he's like the super smart ass playboy guy it the whole fucking thing is just absolute genius all mm-hmm. the way through. The effects hold up. Yeah. Like even when he's doing the Mark or the Mark II, I guess, is the is the first prototype that he makes in the lab, where he's just kind of like bouncing out. He's trading barbs with the the thing with the, the fire extinguisher and all that stuff. He's blowing his cars out. When he goes out on the first flight, God, it's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um a lot of people have been giving credit to the the guy in the cave as basically being the the reason the Avengers are allowed to even save the day in mm-hmm. Endgame, because that guy in the cave is ultimate, ultimate sort of superhero. If you think about it, in terms of how he is able to aid Tony and mm-hmm. sacrifice mm-hmm. himself, and oh, the movie's fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Is it was it Sean Tube that plays the uh, uh, the guy in the cave? Yeah, Sean Tube. Sean Tube. Yeah. Oh, Jensen. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Iron Man is one of those movies just uniformly excellent all the way through, right? Yep. That's why it's the number one seed. It's it's uh it was the biggest surprise for me the uh, of this entire run because I remember let's go back to 2008 and we were seeing trailers for Iron Man. <laughs> I um I did not know what this character was. I had heard of him, but I, I didn't know I didn't have any attachment to that character whatsoever yeah i never read anything. the trailers look like you know it's like the rocketeers back yeah exactly <laughs> and um and so i wasn't excited about that i even remember jokingly mocking them for coming out with like iron man mm-hmm. the fuck is gonna care about iron man yeah <laughs> this was my pre-mcu batman heavy movie fan talking yeah, here. Yeah, like yeah. who who would have thunk it and uh they not only made a great movie they turned that character into the fucking cornerstone of the next 21 movies it, to the point where now i saw yesterday another one of those stupid ignorant entitled fan petitions is uh garnering signatures to try and force marvel to bring tony stark back from oh jesus mm. christ well i think he'll be inserted via that hologram thing because in the comics didn't he upload his system like the Johnny Depp movie, The Transcendence, or whatever it is, oh, where, okay. <laughs> or like the Zola shit, where like he yeah. like he uploaded his consciousness into an AI and I'll he can what, manifest himself. This is not the right podcast, but if they do that, I'm going to be upset. I think so too. That death has to have meaning, and it does. Mm-hmm. And even if you in, undo it, it does not have meaning anymore. Yeah, even in the Far From Home trailers, they're all like, "Well, who's going to be the next Tony Stark, or who's going to be the next Iron Man?" And yeah, if I if they use his memory to inform character motivations, I'm cool with that. That's fine. I'm talking about bringing Tony, bringing the character back via like if they make him Jarvis and he's like still in somebody's ear quipping mm-hmm. like Robert Downey Jr. style. I'm not gonna be down with that. You think <laughs> they're gonna have uh, Captain America cameos like where he shows up? Because he could have gone anywhere at any time. Oh yeah, they, they yeah. I'm sure Chris Evans will just. All right, yeah, sure. He'll do just like he did with all the, you know, he always seemed to appear in all the other people's movies, some, like Homecoming. Yeah, yeah somehow, yeah. some way. Also, this is episode. This episode's coming out later. But did you see the news of Robert Downey Jr.'s announcement where he's going to spend millions of dollars on robotics, nanotechnology to fight climate change? Interesting. I did like, not see that. He was yesterday trending on Twitter all day long was Tony Stark. And if you clicked it, it was everybody saying Robert Downey Jr. is actually Tony Stark. <laughs> Holy shit. He's got enough he gave money. like a TED Talk kind of thing. My only concern is that some people are going to be like, well, if he's going to fix it, then why do I have to care? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Iron Man is absolutely awesome. Now, Lego Batman movie is a very fun movie. Yes, it is. And obviously, like... uh I got to meet Chris McKay <laughs> and I want, and I want to, I want to come, I want to say, Hey man, great movie. Great job. I did tell him that, yeah. but it's going up against Iron Man. It is. But let's, let's talk about Lego Batman movie a little bit. Um, this is, so the Lego movie did gangbusters business. Right. Like it was not expected at the time. Uh, it came out in, uh, in like a February and like, uh, you know, it was like just suddenly this huge hit. And so, based on that, they've decided they're going to make tons of these Lego men. And one of the characters from Lego Movie is the Lego Batman, Will Arnett, yeah. uh, voices uh, voices him. And uh, you know, he, he he is a funny character that can that can carry his own movie and and everything. Um, 
it's you know, and it's a fun. It's just it's a funny movie. It's yes, just, it is. It's gonna have to go up against Iron Man though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we all know this movie's losing, but um, Lego Batman is is hilarious. Um, I do think the Lego franchise as a series of films um, suffered a bit with uh, oversaturation, mm-hmm. um, and part definitely of it, did. But Lego Batman came so fast. And then Ninjago was the same year as Yeah, Lego it was Batman. like yeah. months later. Um, and so by the time Lego 2, the second movie or whatever the mm-hmm. quirky title second is, part. came out, I just think we were a little burnt out. And I even made a joke in that Sins video about if you look up Overstate It's Welcome in the dictionary, there's a picture of Lego Batman. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he's as funny in the second Lego movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the second Lego movie, yeah, he is, now he's just like, too dumb for words yeah. and i understand that there's now like different people controlling him in the real world and mm. everything but it, it's just it's he's still the same insufferable prick but with like more insufferableness i guess yeah, i don't yeah. know i don't know what's going on there but yeah, the lego batman movie the one thing that it really nails is this relationship between he and joker right uh the idea like because there's been so many times where Batman could have killed Joker and just doesn't yeah. throws him in Arkham yeah. or something and and real and and Batman's smart he knows that Joker is going to get out of Arkham he always does <laughs> and uh but they made it to this whole like sort of like a a, a frenemy type of thing yep. where you know the you know he Joker's just wants his love wants his respect <laughs> yeah. wants batman's respect and everything and uh, I, I think zach galifianakis does a great job he does. in there it's uh, almost like the comic angle of the way heath ledger's joker describes the relationship in that interrogation scene where he does that you complete me thing they both need each other sort of and lego batman kind of puts the comedic spin on all that mm-hmm. i think that's awesome and i think that's always been there in the comics not in a comedic way but that that it, they both sort of aren't really themselves unless they're facing off sure yeah what yeah. would you do without batman right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely so th- that's that's the i'm glad that they went with that sort of that take on the yeah. whole thing because that does make that movie very fun and entertaining um but it goes up against iron man and yes i'm gonna vote iron man so yeah yeah i'm voting iron man i'm voting we all agree i think that lego movie the original is probably the best of these these lego movies right i'd say so yeah but this is right there with it to me i think lego batman's better than the second main lego movie. oh absolutely absolutely yeah because yeah, it, it's got more subversive humor it's got more meta stuff referencing all the iterations of batman yeah. and all that stuff about and it's got great music that uh the first song where he goes up against joker where he's like always bet on black yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's like who never misses leg day batman <laughs> yeah but yes i'm voting iron man too because it's just uniformly excellent but i i do want to give it got a little screwed in the seating but uh yeah. it's a great movie but it's iron man iron man all right so iron man iron man will move on to the sweet 16 sweet. um have you ever heard the cardigans version of iron man no it's really good yeah yeah the cardigans, the love fool. Do you, yeah, do you band? see the face I'm making right now? Oh, I love me some cardigans. I like the cardigans. Cardigans doing Iron Man does not sound. That sounds like you know peanut butter and steak. 
I'll, I'll play it for you. It's like I am Iron Man. It's like boom, 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 boom. It's really good. <laughs> is it really good or is yeah. it really fun? It's like when Fountains of Wayne did "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." Well, it wasn't really a good. Song. Oh, I thought it was. That, that's the one where they crack up like halfway through it. Right? Just, I don't remember. I just remember thinking it was funny yeah. that they made it, but not. Like a, a recording I wanted to listen to over and over <laughs> you again. You do it in a minor key and stuff like that. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, let's Okay, so um, we will do the matchup. Uh, who's going to be facing off against Iron Man in the Sweet 16? It'll be either Superman 2, the 4 seed, against Logan, the 5 seed. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Now, Superman 2 uh richard lester directed this um yeah <laughs> and uh no it no quote air quote he directed this richard donner directed some parts of it but then lester is pretty much the guy behind now donner does have pieces that are still out there mm. but i think even the donner cut of that movie isn't like i don't i don't think he did very much on, like it might have been 25 percent. the way i understand it i could be completely wrong about this um, is that he shot almost all of the movie because I think they were shooting one and two around the same time. They were definitely shooting something back to back there. Right. And I think he got like, oh, I don't know what the percentage was, but he got mostly done with the movie. Then he got angry with something, walked off. Richard Lester no, took got, over. He got fired is what I... He got fired? Yeah. I, I've always understood this is that he got fired not too long after the first one came out or whatever. I mean, maybe he directed a lot of it, but man, if he did, then I don't know why this movie's so goofy and Richard Lester-y. I think, again, I'll check it, but I think Lester went back and reshot a lot of the stuff. So that's why I think, and I, I don't know if I've seen the Donner cut. I know that the Donner cut exists, mm -hmm. uh, but I think there's there's some very stark differences in there because he went back and shot reshot a lot of that okay so, so I'll, I'll verify it anyway superman 2 has has both richard lester involvement and richard donner involvement i don't think i have seen the donner cut even though i have it i have it in do you really? yeah I do. Nice. um uh but uh superman 2 um is is one of the the goofiest comic book movies you're ever gonna watch <laughs> Uh, it starts off with, you know, it's, it's, it's a Zod movie. So you have general Zod played by Terrence stamp. Yeah. Who's awesome. Yes, yes. he is. Um, and, uh, and his, and his two minions who in the first movie were put in that, uh, that little triangle fucking <laughs> like no dimensional thing at the beginning of the first movie. It's a breath strip. Yeah. It's a breath strip. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, he's like, he's, you know, Terrence stamp at the beginning of that first movie is like uh i'll get you and i'll and then and then next your ass and um <laughs> and uh and so then they they get float off into space into the the phantom zone or whatever the hell uh but in the second one they are uh they are they i can't remember how they escape the phantom zone or um, escape that prison thing oh lex lex luther lets them out doesn't he or helps let them out but how with the uh, uh, port key no, it's a port key. That's right. I'm going oh, to it's port it's key uh, the Phantom Zone is shattered near Earth by the shockwave of a spaceborne hydrogen bomb thrown from Earth by Superman. So Superman, in effect, lets them that out. cock. What a <laughs> dickhead! Um, God, he's hoisted by his own petard. Exactly. 
Uh, but so, so, uh, they come down to earth and they want to go to Texas uh, <laughs> or something. And I, I'm, and they're just basically just laying waste to places and try. And he's, uh, Zod is like a very, um, egotistical. Oh, and, yeah. And wants everybody to kneel before him and everything. And, uh, this is also the movie where it, yeah, Superman has decided to, uh, relinquish all of his powers mm-hmm. to uh to uh, uh marry lois lane mm-hmm. uh so while he's down wreaking havoc and everything there's no superman right and uh and so like uh zod goes i think he ends up going to like washington dc and mm-hmm, yeah. uh and uh getting the president to knee to kneel before him and everything and uh uh but so then he uh uh, Clark is sort of called back to, it sort of, uh, has a, 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 you know, a need to get back to being Superman. Cause this is one of those, it starts off where like he's in the diner and, and like the, uh, like the dude, like, uh, there's that dude that hits on Lois Lane or something like that. And he still thinks he's got Superman powers at this point. So he like stands up for, for, for him, but then he just gets completely wasted by yeah. that dude at the diner. <laughs> he goes back at the end, right? Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, at the very end, he's got those powers back and everything and he, he beats that guy up. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, there, this is one of those weird, like sort of very ex machina ish, uh, Superman's because he goes back to the fortress of solitude and he, puts in a crystal and like mm-hmm. there's a video that plays here's how to get your powers back <laughs> <laughs> would you like to know more <laughs> would you like to know more <laughs> uh and so like so like this thing that he was told at the very beginning of the movie that he cannot reverse <laughs> no matter and like once he's human it's done he can reverse it. Yep. Yeah, yep. he put his thing down, flipped it in reverse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, yeah, uh, this also has that scene uh, that Family Guy uh, 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 lampooned so so well. Like they just had it's a cutaway scene where Superman throws his like cape or something on on one of the bad guys yeah, at yeah, the end, yeah, yeah. and they're yeah. and they're like it's like so threw a cape threw, threw my cape at you. So you know he's like yeah well, yeah what. A, so he goes well so so how about that (laughs) um so yeah superman 2 is just goofy it's just a goofy like when uh you know like the zod and his people are just zod is serious i mean and he's over the he's not michael shannon's no for sure no but his other his other people are just kind of like you know like they're 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 like getting in situations it's very sitcom-y yeah type of thing uh, there is a battle when Superman does get his powers back where they're in, uh, New York and it goes all over the city. And, mm. uh, there's a point where they fly like out of the city and like, and, and it's one of those, I think we send this in, in the Superman 2 video. Like instead of just going to Kansas or something where there's nobody, they went to like DC or something. I can't remember where it is. They're like, let's, let's not, let's not fight here in New York, but let's go like, you know, uh, somewhere else where there's a lot of people. It's New Orleans, like daddy's It's New home. Orleans. I may be, I may be, it may be that they go to New York. It may be that they're in, in a, an open space, but then go to New York. I can't remember what it is. And I guess maybe they, they come back to Metropolis. Oh. It's, it's New York, but it's supposed to be Metropolis. Yeah. Where the bus gets thrown around. Yeah. The department store gets fucked up. The department store gets fucked up. It's all fucked up. Yeah. 
but yeah, yeah, Superman two is uh, is fun. It goes up against Logan, which is uh, I think we all agree is fan fucking tastic. Really is, and and rarely fun. Mm, yeah i mean it has moments but my point is it's not a goofy fun movie definitely not there yeah these are stark contrasts yeah this is grit this is as gritty as it gets like especially for a marvel movie yeah well that's the thing and it's it's the it's sort of a flip of what we think of between marvel and dc even though logan is not an official marvel mcu movie uh and superman 2 is not a dc eu movie mm-hmm. but it's it is kind of a flip between the, the the tones but uh logan is uh is a, a movie i love because it's really taking its material seriously mm-hmm. it's trying to make a film with it and we've seen when you try to make a, a normal ass film with with comic book characters it can be a very good and great thing yeah because it, it allows them to explore some themes like you know, I mean, I can't imagine the conversations and the situations that are in Logan in any other X-Men movie. Mm. No, no, definitely you not. You can't. You, I mean, it's 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 them finally being, quote unquote, real about things. Right. They're like, there's more humanity yeah. to these characters. Oh, sure. And it, whereas, like, in the, the other X-Men movies, everybody's just kind of, there's a drama to it, but it's never like, you, you never really get inside their characters really it's more Um, about i've got this thing that makes me different woe is me right yeah but as in in logan it's more i don't know it's just there's something there's more more to it than that never really sat down and thought about it that much but yeah they're only using i mean (laughs) he's only using his power out of necessity like even when he gets at the very beginning when he gets assaulted by that gang Mm. and he's like it takes him a while. In fact, I think he gets shot a couple times before he's like, God damn it. Yeah. And then he, he, you know, goes berserker mode. Well, because it, it hurts more now. Right. Like his, his powers have always been about healing. Um, the claws were just an added weapon, mm-hmm. right? I guess his whole skeleton is covered in those adamantium or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Logan, his healing ability is diminishing. And he feels the pain more, and it takes long. You can see some of the unhealed scars. Um, I love it. I love yeah. it so much. He's too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and yet he's still too good of a guy to not. Like, he. at some point, I feel like he realizes this is it. This is, I mean, I'm going to give it all to save this kid. I feel like he commits, knowing he may very well die. I think. He, I think he knows maybe after he buries professor x maybe because like there certainly when f- he jacks up the green juice oh yeah and you hear him scream oh, that's, that's one of my favorite parts in this entire bracket yeah. by the way but like yeah i mean we made a joke of it i think on the sins video where there's like three or four times in the last 30 minutes of that movie where he passes out and wakes back up yeah <laughs> i think yeah I, certainly by the time they get to the base camp with all the the, the lost boys and all that stuff yeah. I think he knows what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that totally reminded me of Hook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It kind of does have that uh, that feel to it. Bangarang! Bang Peter! <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a comment on aging and letting the new come in. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, it has a very touching ending. Um, Badass little girl. Yeah. Oh, she's so I mean, good. Hit Girl can step the fuck off <laughs> now that we have this girl. That's another great like shriek, whatever she gets 
really pissed and oh, starts yeah. like fucking shit up. Man, two two moments that are just <laughs> jaw dropping for me. That that yeah, the scene like there's that the first one where you don't even know that she's got this kind of ability, <laughs> and then just just takes off on some people oh it's fantastic and i like this villain i know he's he's kind of generic yeah he's another it's boyd holbrook which he, yeah he's another jai courtney tom hardy guy <laughs> yeah but i think i don't know he seems like he's having a lot of fun as this character from his first introduction where he's trying to get logan to to give up the um the location and all that stuff I, he looks cool i like his demeanor so I think he's good. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. The only thing about this movie that's really like eye rolling is that they use the R rating to be like, let's show some titties. That's yeah. right. And let's throw in, uh, you know, some just random fucks because we can. Yeah. Uh, but that's piddly, you know, stuff to talk about um, when a movie's this solid. Uh, I, I Looking at this bracket, I feel like this is the most runaway four versus five mm. there is on here. I'm going Logan all the way on this one. Wow. Uh, Superman 2 is my favorite Superman movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By far. Because you've got not only Zod and his stuff, and you're right, that is, it's very late 70s, you know, early 80s, like campy mm -hmm. type of stuff. But I love Terrence Stamp in that role. And then you got Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor coming back. And he gets out of prison and all that stuff and starts well, fucking shit up. One of the, one of the, uh, like, <laughs> the way he gets out of prison is this like this hologram that is way better than any hologram that has ever been made yeah. in, in movies ever <laughs> like because it actually looks 3d solid yeah has shadows casting and everything yeah, yeah. and like the guard goes by and is like oh yeah that's totally gene hackman and ed Beatty in there and then <laughs> and, and, and and then and then they the then the guard realizes oh shit they're they're gone but like it, 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 yeah i mean the movie is just it's a it's a it's almost comedy right superman i mean they they definitely veer more into comedy in the next two yeah especially in the next one but uh it, it is getting right on that that uh that edge right mm -hmm. um i love 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 logan uh i'm gonna go superman 2 though mm -hmm. wow. um because it there's never been a better superman movie man of steel will get to uh, any of the Batman v Superman stuff, Matrix Revolutions, Matrix oh, Revolution. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a better Superman movie. Mm -hmm. And Captain Marvel. I love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the first Superman, and we're going to talk about that one too. Mm -hmm. But I think two is my favorite Superman, so I'm going to go with that. Okay. Hmm. You're wrong, Logan. <laughs> uh, i'm not wrong about it being the best superman movie though. you're not wrong man you're just an asshole i think it's the most entertaining superman movie. all right all right i would still if we're just talking quality i would probably still give the first superman movie the leg up i guess but between logan and superman 2 i respect your vote even while i vehemently disagree with it logan on to the next round all right. Uh, real quick, just to, to wrap that up. According to Wikipedia, which is, you know, who knows what else. Richard Donner got through 75% of the completion of this movie. Mm -hmm. Then he was fired, replaced by Richard Lester. Several members of the cast and crew declined to return in the wake of his firing. In order to officially be credited as the director, Lester reshot most of the film with a new alternate opening and ending. So he did reshoot. Hmm. So they both. The, so the movie that we know is more Lester than yeah. Donner. Yeah. But Donner shot one that was nearly complete 
It, and I'm supposing it's in the Donner cut. Yeah, I'm Although actually, I actually want to see it. The, I, I read something about the Donner cut where they were like, yeah, there's a couple extra scenes in there. Oh, really? It, it didn't seem to be impressed with what it had, but it was a long time ago when I read that. I could be completely wrong about that. And so. again, this is so I'll look further into it with more credible sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ooh. Logan moves on. It will go up against Iron Man in this Ooh. north bracket. Yikes. Now, I'd actually like to see that fight. Like yeah. Iron Man versus wolverine oh man i can't wait to talk about it now <laughs> that would be badass i mean i'm sure it's happened in the comics before but yeah i'd like to see the film version of those mm-hmm. two guys fight mm-hmm. <laughs> i know i know i would be down for that i think most people would be that you know the here's the thing right if you're marvel disney you have carte blanche when it comes to like doing stuff people want to see right yep if somebody were to go uh into the pitch meeting and go all right Iron Man versus Wolverine, unknown fight that happened between Tony Stark and, and you know, have we'll have Robert Downey Jr. and Hugh Jackman back and uh, <laughs> raise both of them from the table. You know, ra- no, no, it, it's some unknown fight that happened in 2009 oh, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. that they didn't talk about <laughs> and uh, whatever. Of course, you know, the outcome of that fight is it's a tie. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> they will, uh, they are doing a show on their Disney Plus with marvel stuff um called what if and it's based on a series of one-off comic books that just ask weird questions like what if peter parker was doctor strange Mm. and then Mm. they'll have an episode tell that story and then the next one will be what if you know bruce banner was iron man or what have you it's sort of almost spider versey in in the sense that they can play with parallel universe awesome. ideas yeah it sounds rad <laughs> um but i could see them expanding that to movies you could do a standalone come on they've been doing it in the comics for forever yeah batman fights predator in the comics and oh, the aliens right. <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know why we, were not, we wouldn't eventually see that kind of shit coming out yeah right i'm gonna get that disney plus i don't i don't like that i'm going to but i'm gonna have to that's the only one that i'm probably gonna get yeah i'm not doing the cbs i'm not doing the dc one no no negatory yes uh that leads us to our uh two seed wonder woman versus our play-in game winner the seven seed spider-man into the spider-verse mm. this is a tough matchup mm-hmm. it's weird how that worked out mm-hmm. it's again the fact that in 2019, Marvel's movie quality has far outpaced DC's. It creates some of these matchups like mm-hmm. this because we have to keep it fair in this first round and have a same number from both properties. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Wonder Woman's about to get her ass kicked. <laughs> all right, all right, though. I, I've re- went back and rewatched this recently too. Yeah, it's. I know the ending of it really taints the movie mm-hmm. when you think about it but that's only like maybe five to seven minutes of the movie up until then and even after then this movie is a fucking delight man because chris pine and gal gadot have this perfect chemistry and she's the alpha even though he's an alpha everywhere else she he is you know deferential to her from almost the very beginning and, you know, from when they, they meet cute, basically, to all the way up until the very end, it's delightful. I'm not saying it's not. I, th- I, think, it's, I think it's great, um, mostly because of him. I'm a little concerned about this sequel, both because they felt the need to do some kind of time jump and 80s nostalgia all in one 
sequel. Is it Patty Jenkins doing this one too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, well, and Chris Pine is back somehow, probably playing his character's son or Yeah. Oh, because oh, mm. or he got Austin Powers time machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he's playing a ghost. He's playing a ghost. Um, you know, it's it's good. I liked it. It's just I mean, it's not going to for me. I don't know. Into the Spider-Verse gave me feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman didn't give me feelings. Man, I, I it gave me it. it gave me tingles. In all my bits, when that No Man's Land thing happened. Yeah, yeah, the No Man's Land thing is the centerpiece of Wonder Woman, for sure. Uh, it's the part where I really ramped up into enjoying the movie. Yeah. Uh, everything leading all the way to the you know the very end of that sequence is amazing. That's how you do a splash page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kind of with Jeremy on this one, too. Um uh you know i i think of that one scene and i think of like some some scenes with chris pine and i do like the the character that they have have uh created for wonder woman because she's very uh fierce and um uh she well i mean she's got a philosophy about war and and you know whether we need to tackle a great evil and like why are we waiting for we need to go Mm -hmm. and just do this type of thing and uh i like her philosophies throughout the movie and she's she's she's, her integrity throughout the whole thing yep uh so um but that's really when i when and and may have to watch wonder woman again and i need to watch spider-verse again to be honest because both of these movies are like now sort of faded a little bit in time but that's the only thing I can think of with Wonder Woman is the No Man's Land thing, hmm. and and some weird stuff with David Thewlis, and then the, that terrible ending. Yeah, uh, that's what just that, that's what they leave you on is that mm-hmm. that terrible ending, and it is a bad taste in the mouth. Uh, you know, it's I I like how they subvert the regular. Who's the guy who plays who should be the bad guy? Uh, he's he's the, he's always the bad guy, right? Oh. Um, I- anyway the the guy the general who th- who's like huffing paint thinner and shit like that oh yeah, yeah. uh that uh who works with the professor mask lady and all that stuff <laughs> oh i know who you're talking about yeah I, I mean i like that they set it up to to where he's like a like a switcheroo yeah like he's not the main guy the Dan- danny houston danny houston yeah. yeah yeah um so i there's there's so much to like in this like she, like you were saying she's so self-assured and so confident from her upbringing she knows what she can do and what she can't do the stuff where she go, you know jumps over the moat and you know gets into the the uh, armory and all that stuff mm-hmm. is really the first time it's a great moment by the way it's the first time that she's been able to show off her powers even to herself and she's got this little smile when she makes that jump and grabs onto the thing she's like oh shit yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Then she climbs up into it oh yeah i think this movie is fantastic i'm mm. gonna i'm voting for it i think it's a lost cause but i'm voting does for she it. have a whip in this movie or is that just uh, justice league which she has is- the lasso lasso she mm-hmm. does yeah the lasso of truth okay i didn't know if that was in the mo- i couldn't remember if that was in the movie mm-hmm. yeah that she actually gets that from the armor she gets the sword the breastplate and then the uh the lasso of truth you just gave me sunday school flashbacks the armor of God, mm, the no. breast, <laughs> breastplate of truth, and yep. the so sort of truth, the breastplate of humility. I don't fucking remember. I remember that. Yep. Vacation Bible school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which and is going I, on right now, I, by the way. I filled mm. out a little a booklet that you had to label all the different things. Yeah. 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 That. That's interesting because we all had different denominations, but mm-hmm. uh, we all. But I guess that, that got uh, <laughs> transcended all the. Uh... Some things are universal. <laughs> um. 
Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I love Wonder Woman too. I think though, once you start looking at movies that are like, you know, on the same plane, almost quality wise, you have to look at the, the flaws that bring them down. And that Spider-Verse doesn't really have very many, whereas Wonder Woman does. You know, the Sweet 16 is starting to look like a Marvel versus Marvel fest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm voting into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I like Wonder Woman. (laughs) <laughs> I like Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh, I love Lamp. Yes. I like Lamp. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, but you know, I tell you what, though, I I know that a lot of you out there are gonna be like, oh well, fuck, this is gonna be uh, you know Marvel domination throughout. That's not the case. It's There's not. no way that this is going to keep happening like this. I do believe there will be more Marvel by the end of this. But the DC, the way this is all set up, there's definitely going to be some some entries that get far. Yeah, and and it's very likely that one of them could win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we go to our last matchup in the North bracket, and it is X two X Men United versus the Road to Perdition. This is the toughest matchup. Wow, this is the toughest matchup. A little bit of history on this. You guys have pushed this movie previously in the podcast many times. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen it. Road to Perdition? Yeah, it's a Road to Perdition. And I was like, you know, it it sounded good. I think I'd seen a a couple of scenes from it and stuff like that. Never really understood what the story was, uh, aside from knowing that uh, Daniel Craig is is kind of a loose cannon and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So I watched this over the weekend, and (laughs) my mind is absolutely blown at how good this movie is and how different Tom Hanks is. He's the angel of fucking death. Mm -hmm. He is. And how great Paul Newman is in a very different Paul Newman-y role. Daniel Craig is outstanding. Jude Law, Jesus Jude Law Christ. steals the whole mm-hmm. goddamn movie. Yep. He's like he's like the the good manifestation of like Elijah Wood from Sin City because mm-hmm. he's got that weird like hunched walk and all that yeah. stuff, and that doggedly determined like this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he's so creepy, and god damn, this movie's awesome. Love the double career of, I photograph dead bodies, I also kill people. Yeah. <laughs> and when I kill people, I make sure I get permission to photograph those dead bodies, mm-hmm. because I'm fascinated with and them. I they, think I maybe only kill people because I like dead bodies. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And if they happen to, like, get up while I'm photographing them, I'm going to just go ahead and kill those motherfuckers. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, Road to Perdition is one of those movies that it doesn't feel like it fits in with all these other movies, but it is still a graphic novel and it is still from from comics. Uh, I mean, it fits nicely with your typical gangster picture. Yeah, yeah um, and it's shot like a graphic novel. Well, and this is Conrad Hall, who is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. He's a legend. Well, he was a legend. He died a while back. But Was he on American Beauty? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh and I think uh if you look at his career, he's been on a lot of like classic legendary mm. movies. So that that movie was made by Alan Ball and Conrad Hall? Uh yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, that's that's correct. Uh, American Beauty was. Um, um but uh yeah, Road to Perdition is uh is yeah, it is it is a different kind of Hanks performance. Way different. Um they they still he's still like he's bad, but he's he's a bad guy, but he's not like He's still Tom Hanks as a bad guy, right? I think, th- and I, I have the graphic novel right in front of me, and I guess they're staying true to the story of this, but he, the, the movie starts off with him saying, is there any good in him or is he completely evil? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great way to open up the movie mm-hmm. because it's like a mission statement and then you state your case. Yeah. And the kid is saying, like, I spent six weeks on the road with him and... 
and then ends up saying he was my father. But yeah, um, it's gorgeous. It's it's a gorgeous character arc for him. Yeah, uh, and uh, is there a better um, casting choice to make Daniel Craig Paul Newman's son? Like, no, it's perfect. It's like the absolute, like especially if you're going through the IMDb and you just look at their pictures, you're like, holy mm-hmm. shit. They do look a lot alike, especially the blue eye thing. The blue eyes is the mm-hmm. thing, but, um, but uh, I love this story. I mean, this is a the you have um, Hanks is just sort of your sort of your everyday like um, he's not the wolf, I guess. He's more of um, he collects. He collects the 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 bills that are due. Essentially, that's his yeah. that's his main thing, and uh, and it starts off with a funeral where uh where kieran hines is the uh is his brother is getting is is uh uh has just died and kieran hines basically you know tells you know while he's doing his eulogy says you know paul newman character i can just i've just realized you know you're uh you you own this town and we live on your whim and mm-hmm. and then you know tanks comes up there and michael sullivan comes up there and he's like okay good speech man you know yeah <laughs> gets him out of there but <laughs> but that's every time somebody screws up in this movie that gives the psycho daniel craig a reason to go after them and uh and it becomes this big snowball effect throughout the whole thing yep. uh because they go after kieran hines the next scene mm-hmm. uh and kieran hines you can tell right off the bat he's telling the truth He's like, my brother never like stole the, this alcohol. We've got all this, you know, got all the, the forms and everything. Yeah. There's something wrong here. And look, I'll keep my mouth shut, but you know, but I, you know, he, my brother didn't do any of this stuff. And then he, and then Craig, the psycho in this thing just blows him away. Yep. And then, you know, Hanks by, by default has to blow away all of Kieran Hines men. And then. And then uh, his son sees all of this. I and can't it shot even... all through that crack. Yes, and that, that's what I—that's what I want to see in the novel. If that shot is in there, oh, I'm sure because it it's is. his legs perfectly frame the shot yeah. from his dad, and that entire thing is played out in a single shot, yeah. like right through that perspective. I think I could argue there isn't any good to Tom Hanks's character. Of course you can, of course, because even though we're rooting for him the second half of the movie it's pure revenge oh and and emotionless revenge he wants to kill daniel craig for justice daniel Mm -hmm. craig killed his wife and kid Mm -hmm. al pacino al pacino al capone (laughs) looms large over this whole movie even though he's not in it stanley tucci's playing frank nitty his right hand man who's also a character in the untouchables Uh, i was a real person Uh, so he goes to that guy saying, I need restitution. He goes above Paul Newman's head. Paul Newman's a captain, basically, under Al Capone um, out in the burbs. And Stanley Tucci's nitty is like, oh, we can't we can't let you do it. Great scene. We can't let you do it. And so he's like, all right, I'm just going to rob you blind. And he, <laughs> he goes on a several-week <laughs> rampage with his son, stealing yeah. mm-hmm. from Al Capone because he's pissed. And, that, I mean, everything he does... It's hard to justify any of it. Well, and that's the only place. There's comedy in that. There is. Like, it's not a funny movie at all. Mm-hmm. But when the the kid is driving the getaway car, he comes out of the bank and you see the the, the car, <laughs> like, crawl. Yeah. The kid doesn't know how to drive a <laughs> yeah. stick. He's like, there's no rush. Yeah. There's also that bit where the kid is like, they're, eat, they're eating and the kid is basically like, hey, I'm doing all half this work. I should get some of that money. <laughs> 
And and dad's like, how much you want? He's like, two hundred dollars. Dad was like, okay. Yeah. And then there's like a beat, and the kid's like, could I have had more? <laughs> Tom Hanks is like, you'll never know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, I think what happens is because he's being so paternal, because he is protecting his son in a lot of these scenes, um, we we give that character more goodness. Uh, we put it on him. It's not really there. In fact, even when he goes to the bookkeeper, uh, Kelly, what? Oh, the, oh, the D- bookkeeper, D- the, the Dylan Baker, Dylan Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he goes to that, he leaves his son in the car outside, mm-hmm. and the assassin Jude Law walks right fucking by him. Yeah. So I, I the th- second I time, I don't think you can tell me Tom Hanks is really thinking about his son's safety in that moment. Uh, yeah, not in that moment, but I just got the sense that after the the sit down, he didn't have much choice. He knew he was going to get tracked down by yeah. Uh, other people in the mob and everything and that yes he is going for revenge but i think he also knows he's a marked and probably dead man no Mm. matter what he does uh that's what i got out of it now it could be that yes he could have just gone to the beach and and everything would have been fine i i don't know i feel like i feel like once that happens no matter where he goes people are going to be looking for him and you know yeah right at that that diner scene where jude law shows up mm -hmm. he knows because he pulls off and starts yelling at the kids saying you got to get your shit together he knows they're gonna find him that's why they can't go to perdition they Mm got to take a little detour and all that stuff and i think the only thing that telegraphs that he is making a a a choice to go beyond himself and do something good is where he has that uh, that meeting with paul newman bottom of the church where he's like you know all of us are murderers in here. We're all going to hell. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, my son isn't. And he's like, well, that's what you need to do. Because- well, and that's such an important oh, so part of that movie, too. Um, because Paul Newman fucked up his own son. Mm-hmm. And but he feels- can't give him up. Well, yeah, but he feels he feels what Michael's feeling. God, he knows. Great. He know. I mean, there's a there's a theme in this. And we'll also discuss this in history of violence, too. But. Uh, there's a theme in this that violence begins more violence yeah because right at what's the scene that we see right after michael sees all the shooting and everything like that he's getting a fight at school yeah 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 and uh and so like that's at the end where hanks is like like please don't pull the trigger essentially to his son you know that's an important important thing he wants to leave a legacy where that guy you know he never had to do that because if he does have to do that then he's going to just think Anytime that we have a problem, that's mm-hmm. I can just do that on my own, and and yeah, exactly like the Daniel Craig character does in the whole thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, that Jude Law character—that's just such a revelation. He's a man. boogeyman. They give the 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 close up shots of his fingernails and shit like that, and it's like weird baked bean teeth. And I all mean, that. he went into it too, and, it, and the first shot you see of him is that vertigo zoom under the train under the L. Yeah, oh, that's such a great shot. <laughs> and he's like walking. You got that Thomas Newman. Uh, the score is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess we should talk about X two. We will. We X-Men will. But United. I just want to bring up the one other thing about Jude Law that I love is like after that fight that they have in in uh, the Dylan Baker. Uh, hotel and dylan baker has a great little moment too because <laughs> he, he goes he has that he he's 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 gotten the uh the bridal suite or the uh is it the bridal suite yes. he's got the bridal yeah. suite and like uh he's he, the when we see him the second time in the movie he's calling down to room service and he's like <laughs> and he's like 
he's like uh he's like no i there is no mrs blah 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 and i'm a better person for it <laughs> he also he's so particular he when he orders that egg because yeah. he's like i would like it boiled for 45 seconds not a minute longer yeah. not a minute shorter like he's like the mr fussy pan well, and it cuts away to hanks finding the hotel and he comes in and it's it's still going on the guy at the bu- uh, the on the phone is like yes okay <laughs> Runny. And, and then uh um and all that but uh but ju- but after that there's that fight because uh, uh hank shoots that light bulb or whatever and and you sort of forget about this character you think okay he's sort of out of the out of the picture until that great last scene the reveal of him is one of the you can't get that out of your head no He's got all that glass shard shit all in his face and everything. And it's like, I think other movies would have forgotten about the yeah. glass shards. Sure. Yeah. Would have forgotten all about it. It would have just been, he would have been like, you know, it would have been some scars, but mm-hmm. not like, you know, not like this, like almost like somebody shot a staple gun at him or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so yes, X2. Now I did mention, um, that uh, Spider-Man 2 was one of those movies that uh, I thought I thought raised the game but really I, I think X2 might have been the first one that sort of raised the game the first X-Men's real silly I mean it's serious quote unquote but it's a silly comic book movie X2 is one where they're like oh we've got some shit we can do yeah. that's awesome there's these you know and you know the Nightcrawler scene at the beginning mm-hmm. of this movie is is one of those nearly unmatched action scenes holds up too yeah yeah Yeah, the first x-men movie really doesn't have that much action Um, that's true it's a bunch of like meet and greet yeah (laughs) Yeah. and the second one is sort of when they're like we're gonna action this bitch up Mm -hmm. and we get wolverine versus mrs wolverine (laughs) brian cox is chewing up some scenery Mm -hmm. um he i just uh there's so much to like um is this the best x-men movie no not not for me um of the original cast yes oh yeah sure the original cast for sure uh i i think i still like logan better than this Ooh, and that counts interesting i was gonna say first class um and yeah and i might even like first class more than i like mm. this but this is a this is definitely a movie that ramped everything up this is this might this might be the one that finally that just got everybody like oh we can take this seriously we can make these mo- we can make actual films out of these things and I mean X two still got some silliness in it but uh, but not much yeah it's a pretty but it, it's, it's movie. actually taking like a it's taking a you know it it's taking the action more seriously it's not like oh that's so weird and and wild and crazy and whatever it's it's more like here's some things we can do if he can do this let's let's take it let's figure this out let's make a good action scene out of that you know instead of just like it's it's i'm i'm stumbling at what i'm trying to describe here but uh it seemed like action before this was just like well the this guy has this power right we're just gonna have him use that power this has got the emotional ramifications the the kid that professor x you know the the one that got away essentially right Mm -hmm. like uh it's his kylo ren it's yeah it's the emotional consequences of you know him being what what he is it's not just showing off cerebro which is very cool but it's not just him doing that mm-hmm. it's seeing what impact would that have on other people well and, and uh, as i remember it professor x failed that kid yep. that kid is brian cox's character's son so there's the connection for his villainy um but you know it, it affect it affects him that's why i made the kylo ren joke no I you're feel right like professor you're x totally knows right. he failed that kid um 
and and he partly failed that kid because the kid was too strong. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really I haven't seen this recent enough. I need to watch this again. Yeah, it is, and it's interesting that they can do that that they pull it off so well in this movie. Where in a very similar situation, they botched the Jean Grey thing, where she's too powerful and he's been trying to suppress it all these years, yep. and then she you know gets too crazy and it. Seems from what I've read, they're doing the same thing with Dark Phoenix. Did you see the Rotten Tomato score? For oh, it's time? bad. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's bad. low. It's bad. Uh, yeah, the first review that I read was glowing, and it, it was apparently one of the only ones. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, but uh, I I love X two. It holds up because I saw this uh, within the last six months or so, and it totally holds up. It's um, probably been five years for me when we send it. Uh, I guess it was five, five or six years, something like that. You know, and and that's a, another sort of element to this whole thing. What you've seen more recently is going sure, to yeah. is going to be more. You know, it, it, at least it's going to be more memorable in your head. And I could go today and watch X two and go, okay, yeah, all right, mm-hmm. you know, and. And and maybe we should just it's too much too much work to go back and watch all these movies and then have them all fresh in our head, but it just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, so I, I'm going to go Road to Perdition here. Mm-hmm. I think in general, like it's almost unfair because Road to Perdition is such a just a well made drama. Like it, it's actually like you could you're going for Oscars almost in this. And it, yeah. And they they was Road to Perdition. Did it get it got Paul Newman a nomination? Road to Perdition was nominated for five Academy Awards mm-hmm. and uh, won one for cinematography. Yeah, cinematography had to be in it, but uh, and I it think was too. I think, so Newman was nominated. Probably costumes, supporting actor, cinematography, production design, original score, awesome, mm-hmm. and editing. The only one that were all nominated, but the only one that won was cinematography. Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go road to perdition here. Um, uh, I, I mean, it's, it's a tough one though. Uh, because X2, I think uh, when you're thinking of comic book movies mm-hmm. and I, and I, and I, I debated about what, 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 what's the criteria for, a, because really like movies like road to perdition and the history of violence are some of the best movies we sure. have. Yeah. And should we judge this based on their comic book traits or should we judge them on how great of a movie they are? Mm. Because mm. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's when you, you know, Road to Perdition is going to beat a lot of just normal, like, you know, regular movies, regular, right? yeah. regular movies. And so is History of Violence and all that. But, um, uh, I, you know, I, I, I struggle with this one, but I'm going to have to go with road to perdition uh, under, under this, what we're, what we're, we're doing right now. I can't think of a, a parameter that makes X2 better than yeah. this. Yeah. If nothing else, I am happy that this podcast is going to be informing people of road to perdition's comic book roots because yeah. it has long been my back pocket sleeper answer when people d- discuss best comic book movies, because mm-hmm. most people don't know it was based on a comic book. Just like History of Violence, most p- average people who have even seen them and love those movies don't realize they're based on graphic novels mm-hmm. or comic books. Um, but you are not ready for how hard I love Road to Perdition. <laughs> and it is going to steamroll X2, <laughs> and we'll see who it faces next. Uh, I love X2. Road to Perdition... This is one of those, ah, this could be a top 20 movie of all time for me. 
you, like I said, you guys have pushed it several times before. I don't know why I never checked it out. Uh, it is almost a perfect movie to me. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's jetted up to near the top of my list yeah. too. Uh, it's, it's, I, I do love X2. I think I love first class too, but I think it's the, it's my favorite X-Men movie. I mm-hmm. think it's the one that's the best done. Did Brian Singer do this one? Yep. Too? Um, and I, I think the themes, I think the performances, Halle Berry dialed back that accent thing and all that. But Alan Cumming does a great accent. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I think the performances are great. I think the themes are great. I think it's super well done. It's got that wonderful shot at the end when they uh, in the Alkaline Lake uh, where you don't know what it is, but you know that something's in that water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, of course, the payoff doesn't doesn't work. But that moment is really it's great. It's Nessie. Uh, the, the Loch mm-hmm. Ness monster. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Nessie. That's right. <laughs> Dark Nessie. Dark Nessie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Road to Perdition is an absolute. <laughs> that one got you. <laughs> now I want like a schlocky B horror movie about <laughs> an evil Loch Ness monster that like eats tourists or something. Isn't the Loch Ness monster evil? I don't know. I th- well, they call it Nessie. How evil could it be? Yeah. No. I think they like it. That's how she lures them in. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> is because she seems so nice. <laughs> Her name's Nessie. She offered uh, me a scone. You're right. This steamrolls. Road to Perdition is fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so glad I finally saw mm-hmm, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Road to Perdition will go up against Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Into Ooh. the Spider-Verse. All right. So that's the north bracket that's going to encompass our entire episode. Yeah, baby. Uh, for this. We could go longer, but then the next bracket would make this like three hours long. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So we're not going to do that. We're going to let we're going to let you chew on this. We're going to see how many people are left after this <laughs> because we feel like our fans are just like the bracket. They just get smaller and smaller <laughs> as we we're down to three fans. That's right. As you know, like uh, he's like road to perdition. How could you put that in <laughs> the there? Fuck, man. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, uh, that'll do it for this week. Keep going to uh, Sincast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook, uh, SoundCloud, uh, CinemaSins Twitter. We're also on Discord. If you want to come on the Facebook uh, page and ask for a link to that, I can give you an invite to Discord. Uh, I like interacting with people in Discord there. Um, there are a lot of places to uh, come and talk about this very episode. Yeah, and I'm sure they will. They will. <laughs> There are I going, hope you will. I'm going to, yeah, I, I hope you will too. I'm sure we're going to hear a whole bunch about uh, how this was seeded and whatever. Now, remember, we also have like 24 other movies here. Yeah, that's right. So, like, just because you didn't hear one today doesn't mean, well, we, we went through the whole thing. We went through the whole bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we went, listed them all. Listed yeah. all the brackets. So, but yeah, I'm expecting people to say, how in the world could this not be in? And how in the world? It's just the nature of the rules. It's the nature of, you know, a couple of people's opinions. That's right. And that's the way it goes. Your bracket would piss people off. Like, <laughs> like, like if you made a bracket, you listeners out there made a bracket today and did the same thing, you would have derision. The people who come at would come at you at that point. <laughs> it would be all Captain America movies versus all Batman movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but that'll do it for this week. It's Chris Atkins and Jeremy Scott and Barrett Share. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com.
I, I lost my fucking mind this morning. Because I was in one lane and they were going 80 miles an hour. And so I went over to the right-hand lane and they were going 30 miles an hour on the fucking interstate. There's this section coming south or headed towards Nashville. Um, you, If you are an asshole, you can uh, exit and there's two lanes there. Mm-hmm. The right lane turns you right. The left lane puts you under conference drive. Mm-hmm. But then, because there are people coming from Conference Drive to get on Vietnam Veterans, there's a lane that goes all the way through. Right. So, if Vietnam Veterans is moving kind of slow, as it was today, where there were 50 cars in the fast lane and we're all going 60, mm-hmm. this woman behind me gets over and exits at Conference Drive. And I was like, you are not going to do that shit. Yep. And I watched her, and hilariously, I got, like, the traffic cleared up, and we got to the end game just before she did. Nice. Now, she may not have any idea who no, I am. No, she doesn't. But she saw me pointing and laughing at her ass. I was like, ha, ha, you didn't win. <laughs> That's a win. You can, you can retire for the rest of the day. Oh, my God. I really, <laughs> I really hate cheaters on the road. Oh, man. Did you uh, see your panhandler today? Oh, actually, yeah, I flipped him off, but I, I my new, here's my new plan. <laughs> I like how this is just casual now. <laughs> well, hey, how's it going? Yeah. My new plan is if I see him there, I'm going to turn right and then uh-huh. turn around and come back down 28th so that I don't have to, I don't have to deal with him. I don't have to, but as I was turning right, I flipped him off and he saw me. Nice. So, and it's one back. of the shortest fucking green lights ever anyway. It is. It is. And he's going to sit there and muck it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to see my middle finger. <laughs> Every time I'm waiting for a day where I come around and there's no cars in line and I see him standing there and I'm going to drive all the way up right to the fucking thing and then just stare at it. Mm-hmm. Normally you want to avoid these people at all costs. I mean, but it's personal now. I know. I mean, I feel like I know this guy, man. I feel like I feel like, you know, he's the he's the music man. He's, it's like it's like uh, the Louis C.K. thing with the the kid on the playground. Oh, like, yeah, I want to make this kid a part of my life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want this. He's 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 like I uh, went over him and I I took him by the shirt and I said, if you ever ever touch my daughter again, and I know that it's not cool that I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's a really funny joke because it goes real deep. Like he's like he's like I will go home. I will go, I will I will I will fuck your mom. I will make your mom divorce your your father. I will then go and fuck your father and then turn him gay and I will make him fall in love with me and then break up with him. <laughs> Cuz daddy's got to suck that dick. I love my baby. I love my baby girl. <laughs> Oh my god. He's a scumbag, but he's got some funny shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is that I heard that joke. I went I went out with my staff uh at Northwestern and one of the lab guys is super smart, like really into like Louis C. K. and like stand up and stuff like mm. that. And then there was a girl that worked for me that, that was the same way. And she was like and she had the filthiest fucking mouth. Tatiana was her name. Mm-hmm. Filthiest mouth in the world. Um but uh she they were just casually having a conversation. They were like, oh, I like Louis C. K. He was like, hey, you, you like that cow bit? And uh, she was like, oh, where he'd fuck a cow to just give him AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard this before. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> by, by like the that w- Seinfeld where George and Jerry are both splitting the duties of dating whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Amanda Pete. Amanda Pete. Yeah. Whole nine Who yards. also has like another dude 
Like Jerry goes over for the first date, and there's like yeah. some dude coming out of the shower, yeah. like, drying his hair. <laughs> Did hey, you ever up? see no a movie with Amanda Peet called Whipped? I think I did. I think we may have briefly talked. Who was the guy in that? Oh, God. Is it a comedy about butter? No. (laughs) It's a a guy dating Amanda Peet, but Amanda Peet is like... Actually, I think the guy might be a player, and then he meets Amanda Peet, and he thinks that she's like the one, but she's actually a big, huge player. Uh, Brian Van Holt is the guy. Yeah, it wasn't a like huge movie. Interestingly, Howard Stern's wife, Beth Ostrowski, uh, was in that movie. Oh, uh, yeah? Is that what the plot is? Is that it's a player yeah. uh-huh. that meets Amanda Peet, and he mm-hmm. thinks she's the one, and then... And then it turns out that she's like been leading like, you know, five or six other guys on or yeah, something the whole yeah. time. I do remember that poster, though. And mm-hmm. because of that poster or whatever was on the, the cover, I watched it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was like, mm, yes. Yes. Yes, I, I will. I shall watch. In Boomerang, that's a <laughs> dirty old man who's trying to encourage Eddie Murphy to you gotta whoop that pussy <laughs> and he goes <laughs> oh my god it's yeah, already man. the dirtiest episode ever it might be i don't know did i think ever, we've said dirtier did you ever uh see that video of Jameis winston uh like trying to fire up the bucks oh you mean the uh fuck them in the pussy one no no he's on the bucks and oh, he's, he's on the bugs. This was Florida State when he did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, he did that in college. But, like, he's trying to get them all fired up. And he's like, you know, where, like, Drew Brees is like, win again, and all that stuff. And he's like, you know what this is? You know what this is? And he starts licking his fingers, like, disgustingly. He's like, that's a W. I'm eating it up. We're going to eat that W. And all of his teammates who are supposed to get fired up are, like, looking at him like, yeah. the fuck? Man? That's fucking gross, dude. <laughs> I watched Deadliest Catch. I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Oh, is that what they're they're fishing for well originally now that now they cover like three different fishing seasons because there's basically just comes in seasons when you're allowed to fish certain animals and not so they do the king crab Mm -hmm. season then it's like i think opelio crab and then bear die crab yeah there's a there's what the bear die are the blue ones right i think so yeah the um i I used to watch Deadliest Catch all the time, and I still have it like recording, so it's like there's tons of Deadliest Catches sitting there. <laughs> and occasionally, I'll I'll watch one or whatever, and I'm like, "Yep, that's pretty much what the last one was like too." But you it's, know? it's good though, right? Yeah, it's, I love it. It, yeah. it. It's it's actually great. It's it's so it's one of those things that you could actually just have on in the background. You don't yep. really need like once they start you know pulling them up and see you see if they've caught anything. That's the you know uh the fun part of it is that the format of the episode like the inter there's a ship there's always a drama there's always a greenhorn that sucks yeah like the greenhorn every time they hire greenhorn it's like i don't know about this new greenhorn man (laughs) (laughs) greenhorn Greenhorn is a new guy on the ship new guy on the ship and somebody always breaks a finger or gets punctured somewhere yeah i can imagine and then there's always at least two different captains fighting with each other because somebody laid their gear too close to somebody else's gear there's always some kind of prank war going on where they'll like pull up their competitors crab pot and put something like cement in it or something yeah (laughs) like uh the one i think it was the first episode of the new season they had uh there were there were i think it was two two captains were were fishing around the same area and then some other asshole comes in and is like me too and Uh. and then uh uh 
I can't remember because they I think it's the two young captains that gang up on another guy or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but uh ends up where like, you know, the one boat is looking for their gear and they they find one of the other captain's gear or whatever and they kind of pull it up and oh. like and they they like welded the cage together oh shit and then like put it back oh, down shit. in the thing or they and they no they welded two cages together and then put it down in there and so like they pulled it up and it's like these two empty cages now uh just welded together and they have to like find a way to pull them apart i saw uh when they had the the hill strands on there yeah they uh they put a a whole car down for Jesus. somebody to pull out Jesus. one night. <laughs> <laughs> you, saw, you saw the captain go over and was like, "All right, on to the next pot or whatever." And they're like, "This like this one's kind of heavy, boss, or whatever." <laughs> like a car, fucking like Tercel or some shit comes out. <laughs> Holy shit, man! What's hilarious is that episode when the the Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl happens. No, and the yeah. Seahawks don't run Marshawn Lynch, no. and like all these captains are Seahawks fans because they're Upper Northwest yeah, yeah. kind of guys. <laughs> just watching their reactions to, to the radio call. Of what, why aren't they running it? Why aren't they running Lynch? Why aren't they running Lynch? Like the whole world is asking the same thing. But these guys are alone out in the ocean in the Bering Sea going, why aren't they running Lynch? But yeah, the, oh. the, 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 that's the funny thing to me. It's it's kind of like, you know, how in Hell's Kitchen, there's always like, you're like, how did you get in this show? No yes. shit. Yes. It, it, it's uh, like the, you'll see them. It's like, it's time to have the, you'll have the red side and the blue side or whatever. And it's time to put out dishes for the, for the people. And like, um, and it's like the guy who's on, um, you know, shallots or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, your boy Drew McGarry calls shallots the shit restaurants use that make all their food taste really That's right. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but it'll be always be somebody like who's on a station and they don't know how to cook the thing yeah. and it's like it's been and then you're and you're like it's been an hour and a half <laughs> these people Nothing haven't gotten their dishes <laughs> and it's like god damn <laughs> is it, it, and you introduced yourself as somebody who owns their own restaurant yeah. how does you how do you survive what's They're serving like what's raw going on yes, yes. yeah there's like, um have you seen the memes that have like the CinemaSins memes that have blown up over the last couple of weeks. Mm. A bunch of them have been posted to the subreddit. I don't know who started it, but it's all about the logos. That, that Whatever picture they're using, it'll be <laughs> company has two seconds of logos and then the CinemaSins <laughs> reaction. One of them is Hell's Kitchen, mm -hmm. and it's like the girl bringing a dish to Chef Ramsay, and she's labeled... Uh, opening lo logo to the movie and Chef Ramsey is like, you donkey! And like he's labeled as CinemaSins. <laughs> oh, by the way, there's a there's a post that says best sin ever and it's that pie chart of on Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which That's took a lot of machinations. Hundreds of upvotes, too. Everybody loved that joke. Did you ever see the um, uh, Rick and Morty where uh, they're, they're watching the, uh, the uh, you know, the infinite channels on the it's the first one where they where uh rick's got some sort of cable thing that you can see like right. unlimited channels unlimited like uh it's unlimited universes unlimited channels yeah, yeah. whatever and uh there's the, the funniest one for me is they, they're just going through pro it's basically the whole show is just them going through all these different programs and there's this one guy who's like uh selling 
like wood or something. I can't remember what it is. He's selling something. It's a commercial. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's a, okay, cool. And then, like, the commercial ends, but then the camera stays on the guy, and the guy goes over, and, and the camera follows him, and he gets in his car, and he drives off, and then you see him do all this stuff. It's like, whoa, the commercial's still going? <laughs> and it's, like, showing him do all this normal stuff. <laughs> Everything is just, you know, like, just basic human things. And then, it, and then, and then finally he gets to his house, and then he starts picking back up again on the set, selling the whatever he's selling. <laughs> he's like, oh my God, that was a great commitment to the fit. <laughs> this first round, we need to get down into these these movies and talk about it. Oh, did you <laughs> just break your hand? No, nah, I, was, I was in the middle of cupping the balls. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs>